Welcome to Tangled Web, a conversation about where we are now and where we're going with the web. I'm Mark Jeffrey, and this is episode 9, Why Spam Filters Are Getting Worse. Have you noticed how much worse spam filters are than they used to be? Personal emails from people you've been happily emailing for years end up in the spam folder. Important emails you send to people who really, really want to hear from you never arrive. If you're tired of sheepishly asking people to look in their spam folder, you may be wondering why spam filters are getting worse. Well, here's why. Spoiler alert, it's not that Google can't write spam filters. Most email is handled by Apple, Google and Microsoft. Together these companies employ maybe 70,000 software engineers. These engineers are paid anything from $100,000 to a million dollars a year. They're pretty good at what they do. They programmed augmented reality headsets, voice translators, and self-driving cars. They can certainly write spam filters that work. Indeed, they already have. Remember Gmail in the early days? Its spam filters were so good they seemed like magic. 100% of spam went to the spam folder. 100% of non-spam went into the inbox. It was so reliable that you never needed to check your spam folder. So what changed? Here's the short answer. It's the incentives. Charlie Munger says, show me the incentive and I will show you the outcome. To understand the way Apple, Google and Microsoft work, you have to understand the way they make money. Because, well, they're businesses. Regardless of whatever pretty words they put out there to persuade people that they're in business to make the world a better place, the reality is that they'll always do whatever they need to do to make more money. Apple makes money by selling laptops and phones to you. That makes it a very different business from Google and Microsoft. Apple gets its money from you, which means that they'll do what they can to please you. Apple doesn't give you email for free. You pay for it when you buy your iPhone and your MacBook Pro and your iCloud subscription. This episode is not about Apple. Google and Microsoft, on the other hand, make money by selling software and services to other businesses. They get their money from those businesses, which means they'll do whatever they can to please those businesses. Google and Microsoft give you email for free. They don't make any money from you directly, so they don't do much to please you. Here's a case study. Every year I send an email to my accountants with details of how I fared financially over the year and a few spreadsheets attached. Every year it fails to arrive. It's blocked by the accountant's spam filters. Microsoft, I presume. So every time I send an email to my accountants, I have to follow up with a phone call, asking them to root through their junk folder to find it. It's like being back in the 19th century. Hello, hello, operator, hello. It would be extremely easy for Microsoft to fix this problem. My accountants have sent me dozens of emails over the years. Microsoft software could take a look at this and think, hmm, these accountants really want to communicate with Mark. So let's not send his emails to the junk folder. But Microsoft won't fix this problem. Why? Well, show me the incentive. Microsoft's customer, when it comes to email software and services, is the chief information officer at the accountant's global headquarters. The CIO cares about security. The CIO does not care whether my emails get through. 
If Microsoft changed its software to let my emails through, it'd improve my life, but I'm not Microsoft's customer. Letting through emails from no good nobodies like me looks to the CIO like a failure of security, and the CIO, remember, is Microsoft's customer. So Microsoft will never fix the problem. Show me the incentive and I will show you the outcome. Here's another case study. I run a small business called Goodwood Globes. I carve three-dimensional maps and globes out of wood. Sometimes someone contacts me through my website and asks about a woodcarved map of their local mountains. So I spend a couple of hours making a preview of what the map might look like and email it to them. Who knows if it ever arrives? Google's filters have been increasingly routing emails to cryptically named folders as well as to the spam folder. How many people know that the promotions folder, for example, is email that they've asked to be sent to them? Sounds like a folder full of Google ads, so many people never think to look there. At the whim of an algorithm, a couple of hours of my time are wasted and my potential customer never gets to see the map they requested. Why? Here's a clue. Neither I nor my customer pay Google a penny. What does Google care if a couple of hours of my time are wasted? What does Google care if my potential customer never gets to see the map they requested? Show me the incentive. Google's customers, when it comes to email software and services, are bigger businesses than Goodwood Globes. These big businesses pay Google big money for the same email, more or less, that individuals get for free. Google can write spam filters that work 100%. I, I know they can, because they did back in the early days of Gmail, as I said, when it was a new product pitted against Microsoft's email offerings. Google doesn't write spam filters that work 100% anymore, because it's not their paying customers who suffer from excessive filtering. It's smaller businesses like mine and individuals like my customers. This overzealous spam filtering makes it impossible to start anything new on the web. This, of course, is the whole point. Microsoft and Google don't want individuals to start anything new, at least not at their own domain names on the open web. Instead, they want everyone to start things on LinkedIn and YouTube at their domain names, on their closed platforms, so that they can capture as much value as they can from it, value that might otherwise inexcusably accrue to the individuals. Show me the incentive and I will show you the outcome. Okay, one final case study. My personal emails to my friends and my family have been increasingly ending up in their spam folders. Their personal emails to me have been increasingly ending up in my spam folders. These are people with whom I've maintained an uninterrupted email correspondence for months or years or decades. There is nothing in the emails that would suggest that they might be spam. No images, no links, nothing but the same chit-chat we've always exchanged. Why are Microsoft and Google so determined to cut short relationships that have lasted a lifetime? Well, obviously, our relationships don't contribute to Google's or Microsoft's bottom line. So, here's what to do about it. Spam filters are getting worse because neither Google nor Microsoft has any incentive to make them better. As is so often the case, innovation will come not from these incumbents, but from upstarts who challenge them. Sign up for email from Hey, the new email service from Basecamp, and the first time someone emails you, you get to decide if you want to hear from them again. So if my accountants used Hey, when I emailed them, they'd see my name pop up, 
and they'd tell, hey, we know Mark, he's a client of ours, we want to communicate with him. If my customers used hay, when I emailed them with a preview of a woodcarved map of their local mountains as they requested, they'd see my company name pop up and they'd tell, hey, I know what this is, I asked for this email, so don't hide it from me. If my friends and my family and I all used hay, would have told it months or years or decades ago that we want to receive emails from each other, so we'd never have our relationships cut off by an algorithm. Simple solution, right? So why won't Google or Microsoft adopt it? You and Charlie Munger both know the answer. Thanks for listening to Tangled Web. Join me for fresh insights into the future of the web every other week. Subscribe to the free newsletter, podcast or YouTube channel at tangledweb.media. Remember, the web has only just begun.